city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. Subscribe, comment, like, share. You know the rest. Anyways, this is an all-football Friday night show. I know you guys were thinking maybe, uh-oh, the Keys brothers, where are they? Well, guess what? We're here, and I hope you're watching and enjoying on Friday night with the Keys brothers. And Joseph McGuire, come on in, please. We'll wait for you. I hope we didn't lose him. He's gone. No, 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 no. No, You know what? Uh, We had a little ish last week with uh, YouTube, and so uh, we are live on YouTube and on Facebook, and I am just getting the – I want the YouTube link out there. I just made sure everything is on par. We look good on the YouTube. So uh, here we go. A great great Friday night football show. Love it. Usually we're doing it in the midday, but guess what? We said screw it. Let's go with tonight. And Tuesday we came on here, we talked about pretenders and contenders. Well, this is the perfect weekend for all of that to come true. And we get a real good taste of all these teams. And majority of these matchups, the big matchups, all those teams, I could say, were all on that list. And it started last night, the massive game in the NFC West. And it lived up to expectations again. It wasn't probably as good as the first one, but it lived up to expectations. And it was a really good game. Does the perception change? You asked me a call about a half hour ago. Does the perception change with Seattle? Does the perception change with the Arizona Cardinals? Because these are two teams that, to me, I think the Cardinals are more dangerous than the Seattle Seahawks still because I said the greatest X factor in the whole NFC is Kyler Murray because of the factor of his arm, and he can throw, and he can run, and nobody can touch him. Just go ask Jamal Adams, the great Jamal Adams that everybody thinks. He was looking, Do you think he's he was a better playmaker, though, than Russell Wilson? If he won last night, this is how far I was going to go. I would say that Kyler Murray, maybe other than Patrick Mahomes, is the most exciting player in the NFL. I do believe that. That's not That's not saying – I mean, Lamar – you could say Lamar. You could put even – it doesn't have to be a quarterback. It could be anybody. He may be the top two or three most exciting players to watch in the league because, for God's sakes, he's literally the size of me and Ted. He's five, this is a 5'9 quarterback that could throw the ball almost 60 to 70 yards. He has a 4'3", 4'4 speed. He's incredible. Seattle, though, I'm still not going to buy into him because I just do not trust that defense. I know the defense played well last night. And I know, Joe, that's fine. That's fine. I get it. Give me the hate. And the way Seattle won last night, rushing three down linemen and King Dunlap still getting the Kyler to win, I am impressed with the defense. I am. But – it's kind of like the whole Daniel Jones thing with the whole turnovers, no turnovers in two games. Can we see it continue? We got to see the consistency. It was only one game, but can we see the consistency for both of you guys? Did you, start, see, did, you start with the, you. did you see the stat, though, on Russell Wilson this morning? When Russell Wilson does not turn the ball over, the Seattle Seahawks have an 800 winning percentage when well, he does he, not turn the ball over. Now, with, when he turns the ball over one plus times, I believe they're just over 50%. They're around 58 to 60%. Well, he's a, he's which a, is still really good in a league, you know, where you see so much turnover. With if you teams, want to bet on a guy, go to bet. he's a 90% winner 
on Thursday night games. Nine so he's nine and one. So if you want to ever bet a but guy, Arizona was four, night, had won four of the last five against Seattle last night. So too. let me ask both of you: Does the perception change with either team last night? I don't think it changes. I still think Seattle is a possible contender. They see the problem with them is they're right on the fringe for me. Mm-hmm. I believe when we did the show Tuesday, I had them as a pretender because I, you made a great point. Their problem is their defense. Can they be able to make a stop in the playoffs? Now, the biggest factor I'll say with this is we're in a COVID-19 year. We know this is a crazy year, whatever. I'm I'm repeating myself. Seattle has a really winnable schedule the rest of the way. They play the NFC East the next three weeks, which are all winnable games for them. Hey, don't say the Giants. So we're going to go nine and seven, baby. With that being said, I'm not positive who they played the last week of the season, but they have a very easy schedule going down the road. So they could get the first round by. And play and have home field advantage. The difference, though, is this year Seattle doesn't have a crowd, and neither does anyone else. Most of so them. So yeah. playing in Seattle doesn't have that same effect that it would any other year. So and that's what's going to make the playoffs so interesting. You're not going to have fans. So like going into Kansas City, Kansas City going, has fans. Yeah, but not that many. Go, and well, not anybody and, else. And they might no. Dallas has the most. Just I, forget about Dallas. We'll I know about Dallas. But. The thing is, we can't see. You're going to start seeing a lot of teams now are starting to cut off the fans. Philly just cut off all fans. Denver said, too, they're cutting the fans as well. Now, Philly had fans, so they are cutting that off. So I think with everything that's turmoil and going on in the the whole country, in a bigger aspect outside of football, you're going to start seeing teams probably cut off fans. Unless unless you're in some of those red states like Texas and Arizona and some of those other ones. In Florida, because where, it's, be, it's beginning to start looking like March again, all over again. No, it's when, worse than well, March. Well, yeah, be, I get, I understand that because it's, it's cold, twice it's as cold bad. weather and it's flu season still, and it's just rising back up within the whole country. Joe, does your perception change with either one of these teams? It sure does. Yeah, oh. uh, I actually heard someone go as so far as to preview that football game last night, saying that this uh, Seahawks had the worst defense in history which was certainly hyperbole, but they certainly played like a pretty competent defense. And, yeah. you know, look, they, they got Jamal Adams back. Uh, Carlos Dunlap is, is playing well. That was a, a big issue for them. They couldn't get a, a pass rush going. It's like the Giants, to make that parallel, I think as you start to figure it out, you to ask yourself, what if the coaching is right, okay, and, and like no one questioning No one's questioning Pete Carroll. Everybody's believing in Joe Judge. So there would be no reason to think that either of these teams can't right the ship. You're seeing it before your eyes. I don't know how many weeks you need to see it, Trevor, before you're convinced. But for both of these teams, after last night, again, I feel like you're right too, Trev. We tend to leave Kyler Murray out of a lot of these discussions about best young quarterbacks or just best quarterback in the league, and that's a huge mistake. I'm a yeah. big fan of this guy, and and I, even myself, I tend to – it's not even like I'm overlooking him, but I sort of forget that he's – what, is he in his third year? Like, no. Or no, second, second year, right? It was a rookie yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I forget. It feels like Kyler Murray's been around – because there's so many other young quarterbacks that we're always talking about that I, I sort of forget him. Just like, take him oh, for granted, like, oh, yeah, and then there's Kyler Murray doing his thing, and maybe he's going to go play some baseball one of these days too. Um, but, yeah, no, for me to see Seattle come up like that, um, I, I, I picked the Cardinals to win that game. I thought the Cardinals were going to light them up. The way, the way Kyler's been playing, the way Kyler's been playing, 
There yeah. was no reason to think, number one, that they could stop the, the ground game of the Cardinals, which they yeah. unbelievable. 57 yards. Yeah. 174 yards a game. They were the number one rushing. And even if you take Kyler Murray out, they were still a top 10 rushing attack. And, they and that's the biggest difference because if you've seen in the last two years, Arizona, they were like the worst rushing team two years ago before Kyler Murray. Last year, they were in the top 15. This year, the number one rushing team in the difference. And I think you're seeing that why they are so successful. And that's part of the reason why Baltimore is not that successful because but think about it. They're, they're similar in the traits with Baltimore, Arizona, running quarterbacks. The thing is Kyle Murray is a better passing quarterback. But you see teams that are – remember when Dallas had the 12-4? They were the number one rushing team. If you're able to run the football, it takes so much more pressure – off the teams, and that's part of the reason why I think Seattle won last night. They had their running back. And that's all. Carl, I'm a, Carl, no, go ahead. Carl, uh, Carlos Hyde was back last night, and then the kid Bo Scarborough. The old yeah, Bo Scarborough. Yeah. So being able to run the football last night, which Seattle was able to do, takes pressure off of Russell Wilson. If you look at Russell Wilson, he had less than 200 yards passing, had two touchdowns, no no picks. He makes all the right plays. Joe, you are right. You got to put Seattle as a contender because when you have Russell Wilson, you have Pete Carroll, at any time and chance, this team can win. You do have questions still with the defense, but we talked about this on Tuesday, and I'll repeat myself again. You look at all these NFC teams. Every team has flaws. Maybe Tampa Bay has the least amount of flaws of any NFC team going forward, but but they still have a major one, and that's the offensive line. Can that team protect Tom Brady? Because we know Tom Brady can't can only stay within that shoebox. So if you can develop any pressure on my, him, my thing with Seattle, you know Tampa Bay's got a weakness. So. My thing with Seattle is Seattle. Is, though, that was a big one last night. We just finished this because of the schedule going forward. They're more likely to win the division now, which sets them up in a very favorable oh, we'll um, season. We'll and with the Rams, and, and of course this week, seeing what the Packers do against the Colts on Sunday, yeah. will set everything up because yeah, you got the Rams in Tampa, and then the Saints now with Drew Brees out. There's a lot of motion that could be going through with the NFC uh, teams going forward. Here's my thing, Joe. Is like I kind of started how I started the show with is. They played impressive. They were impressive as a team last night. They shut down the running game. They got to uh, Kyler Murray. They won the game by getting to Kyler. My thing is, is like with Daniel Jones, can they can continue the consistency? Can they show this again next week and the following week? If they start playing, if that defense, because I already know that offense is one of the best in the game. They have Russell Wilson. They have a superstar receiver in DK Metcalf. Tyler Lock is a great number two. Big loss, though, with Greg Olson, even though has he really been – anything for them this year has he really done much for the seattle seahawks Greg not Wilson? really i mean it's a big loss he's out four to six weeks but still they have a good running game they're going to get chris carson back i know what this offense can do they can score with anybody it's just can that defense stop somebody or can they just get out or three and outs and get that offense back on the field it's the consistency with me for seattle and it started last night so an impressive victory with the seattle seahawks as they reclaim until maybe monday night with the Rams, see how they play out against the Bucks, which those might be the two best teams in the NFC. I mean, we'll get into that game in a little while, but that might be the most exciting game this weekend. So we start with last night's game. First off with the whole pretender contenders. Those are two teams that were in that category and what we had on Tuesday's show. Now we can move on to another game. I mean, which one do you want to pick? There are some really good games this weekend, and we're going to get a true test of, of how these teams are and who these teams are. You got the Colts against the Packers. You got the Ravens against the Titans. And then you got you got the Sunday night game. Joe's big of loving the Raiders right now against the Chiefs. I don't see the season sweep. And then you got the Monday night game. I got a first ask, Joe. You tell me what game you want to bet. 
because we haven't Which had game do I, I think want. It's a great one. I think that's the game you should bet because it's the closest matchup. I think we might be both on the Packers. Well, let's go we both on the Packers. The game's in Indy? Yeah. Yes. Hang on a minute. And they just lost their their um their sack leader right now, the Colts, just got is out for the game because of COVID. He's on the COVID reserve list now, so he's out for the game. Could be a big factor. But I want whenever you want to tell me, you tell me what game that you want to pick and you want to lose again to me. So just let me know, okay? How did uh how did Rivers do last week? Really well. Here's the thing: that was the Thursday night game against Tennessee, and he's played well again. They, yeah. they have in every other. He's in every other week kind of guy, though. It seems like. So are, we, are we gonna get the Colts against the Titans? Or are we gonna get the Colts against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars well, in Week One of the Baltimore? Well, here's the thing: Phil Rivers getting. Phil Rivers has been sacked the least amount of times out, out of any quarterback of the uh, of any quarterback in the NFL. Um, also, the Packers have created the second least amount of turnovers in the entire league with seven. So, and we know the Colts can run the football. So if you can protect the quarterback and the Packers don't have a great pass rush and, and they can't, and they can't get to the quarterback, I feel, is that favorable to the Colts? I feel like this is is very similar to the Cardinals and Seahawks because we know what Aaron Rodgers is. We know what the Green Bay Packers are offensively. The Colts though, what Colts team is showing up this weekend? Is it going to be the Colts of the Thursday night Colts where they destroyed the Titans and they played well special teams wise defensively and even offensively, they played well. Phillip Rivers looked efficient last week. Can he come back and play against Aaron Rodgers, AR-12? That's what it comes down to. It's very similar with all these games. What type of team is showing up? And these are must-win games for these teams because you got the Colts and the Titans in a a two-way tie right now for first place. Then you had last night's game. Well, the Colts have the half of it. And you got to watch out for the Packers, too, because if they lose, and there's a team in the Minnesota Vikings who are starting to heat up as a whole. They got to keep their eye on that team as well because the Vikings are impressing people with the past couple weeks. There's some big games this week, and these are must-win games. I know that there's still seven weeks left, but still, this is where we start to figure out, okay, are these all are these teams for real? Are we going to finally see, like, the Colts maybe be the, the number three team in the AFC? Because there isn't a number, a number three team currently. I still believe the Dolphins are. Maybe people think I'm crazy. Now, the Colts, here's the thing. The Colts also give up the least amount of yards of any defense in the league. And if you read on ESPN the other day, um, Darius Leonard actually kind of took offense to Aaron Rodgers' comment in week two when he said Fred Werner of the San Francisco 49ers was the best linebacker in the league. So, you know, there's just listen, players looking for anything at this point in the time to, you know, upspirit them for motivation. It, it, these The games that we have least listed to are very big games in themselves in the sense that we talked about contenders, pretenders, and we're looking at teams. You know, we just went through the last night's Arizona, yep. and you would have said you had more Arizona as a contender than a pretender, and you had Seattle more as a pretender because of defense. Well, the pretender won. You look at these two teams. I had the Colts as a pretender. I had, both, I, I I had, had both of these teams as pretenders. I had the Packers as a contender. So what team are we going to see? And I'll put it this way. If the Packers are able to run the football with Aaron Jones, the Packers are going to win this football game. I, they have the better quarterback. I think they have the better talented team. And Lazard comes back. He has been out since week three. So, you know, listen, what are we going to see? Joe, you made a great point. What, what rivers are we going to see? Because are we going to get the Phil Rivers of last week where he's throwing the ball over the field and he doesn't make the mistakes and he's the guy that the Colts brought in to lead this team to a Super Bowl? 
Are we going to get the Philip Rivers that we've seen over 17 years where he has these debacle games where it's like, damn, dude, you're like, what are you doing? You're you're right there. Why do you make that mistake? Yeah, two weeks ago against Baltimore, uh, he had his worst game of the year. He was completely inefficient, no turnovers, but he couldn't couldn't get anything going, and and they obviously lost that game. And and as I'm looking at his season, it seems like he's done well against some of the the, the bad teams in the league. Did he did play well, well against? Played, his they team. haven't played the top quarterback all season. Their best quarterback right. played is Cousins and Lamar. Now I'm not knocking Lamar, but they haven't played an upper echelon of court. You know, they're not playing the Murrays and Breeze and and right. and Rogers and Brady. You know, so they've kind of gotten away with, and that's big. Listen, I'm sorry, but not playing these top notch quarterbacks. You know, you look at the NFC West. Murray, Goff, and 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 Russell Wilson. You know, you look at that, and then you look at the the South. You know, as much as we make fun of the Falcons, but you're still playing Matt Ryan. You're still, and then Teddy Bridgewater is probably the worst quarterback in that division, and he's a viable quarterback in the NFL. Well, not anymore. No, I mean hurt, but maybe, maybe famous Jameis. I don't know. Maybe Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Did you did you you told me today that Taysom Hill can be as a tight end. So Joe, my quarterback. Total change. Son of a gun. So, Joe, totally a change of subject. <laughs> so, I just, I know, it's just interesting. So, you know, we're in the fantasy league together. And yeah. um, I don't think a lot of people read this, but I read this on Yahoo Fantasy that they made Jason Hill a uh, option for quarterback and tight end. Now, I do have uh, – I'm not even – Robert Tone, the tight end from the Packers. Oh, but yeah. I picked up Jason Hill on waiver wire the other day. Now, I just figured, hey, I'll pick him up. I can use him at tight end. Maybe he'll get a, you know, two catches and a touchdown. Give me 10 points. Maybe better. Well, if he's going to start a quarterback, I could start him at tight end playing quarterback. Joe, oh, I'm screwed if the Raiders and uh, and the Chiefs don't play. You didn't know. The you, I could play him at tight end because he's multiple options. You so I can start him at tight end even though he's playing quarterback. You know the oh, Raiders? Wow. I, I will be screwed if the Raiders and Chiefs don't play because my backup quarterback now is Joe Flacco. He picked up Winston. I picked up Winston thinking Winston was going to be the starting quarterback this week. Yeah, but you have Mahomes. But, yeah, but if Mahomes doesn't play, I have to go They're with I have game. to go with Joe Flacco against Joe's second favorite team in the NFL, the Los Angeles Chargers. Love it. Yeah. Los Angeles uh, Chargers. No, 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 I thought you were going with the, the only other options was Lighton from um Jacksonville, and then it was um Rippin that's playing the Dolphins. And both of those have great teams. Flacco, I'll take my chances if he has to play. I'll take my chances. Yeah. Well, Joe said, score more points, Herbert. That's why you're one in seven because you stink. That's, that's what Joe said. Yeah, that's what Joe said. Sorry. Well, I'm telling you, it, 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 you could blame that defense all you want. What's that drive before? <laughs> Three and out and a punt? Well, there you go. Hey, no, no, worst defense. Hey, worst defense in football. Game's on the line. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna punt it over to you guys. Bring it home. Come on. And <laughs> so it working. Justin Herbert's haircut is like when Joe shaved his head. Yeah, remember when Joe shaved his head and then shaved his beard? I was like, Joe, don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again, Joe. You got to keep the beard. You got to keep the hair. You look like a true Italian then. Let's talk about this. Joe looked like he went back to the 70s. I know we were just talking about the Packers and Colts game, but let's talk about this because this was a bit of a surprise that Taysom Hill got the nod over Jameis Winston. They just showed a video. The last time Taysom Hill threw a touchdown pass, he was in college. It was four years ago. Just take that all Wait, away. He's never thrown a touchdown pass for the Saints? No. How did they He's thrown less than 100 passes in his entire career. I think he's no, 20, 20 in the NFL. He said it before. Watch it freaking. That's crazy. 
How do you feel about this decision by a team that needs to keep winning? I know Breeze is going to be out for, he's on IR now, so he's at least out for the next three weeks. So what are you going to continue to do? Are you going to, I mean, Jameis, you would have thought was the better option, but I guess Taysom Hill. So you I read guess, it off. Take it, brother. What do you, how do you feel I, about I, I, I don't know. I got a feeling this is like Aaron Boone in game two of the American League Championship Series. <laughs> I think Taysom Hill comes out and plays. I think you're going to see Jameis Winston. And I think with the game on the line, especially I think if you if you fall behind and you need to start throwing the football and like getting serious, then yeah, I think I think before the day is out, Jameis Winston will end up taking the majority of the snaps. Well, he's not in any packages right now. So all not- offensive packages. So I'll say this. Ball. We're not there during the practices. We're only hearing from second. But I, I do like the point that I listened and read about beforehand is Taysom Hill signed an re- uh, extension this year. You know, he re-signed with the Saints. They decided to sign Hill over Bridgewater. Remember, they let Bridgewater walk to the Carolina Panthers. So maybe this is a money situation where, hey, listen, this is Drew Brees' last season. He's going to NBC next year. We re-signed Taysom Hill. Why don't we see what we have in him? What was the point of resigning him so he could be a gadget player for the next three years? We resigned him with the reason to be a legit backup quarterback. So if he is going to be the legit backup quarterback, let's see what we have in him for the next three or four weeks. And if he is viable, we know we have our future quarterback for the next couple of years, and we can either, you can either sign Winston as a backup again next year. Or you let him walk. Would you have gone Winston or would you have gone Taysom Hill? Would I have gone with a real quarterback over a gadget quarterback? Yes. But, but Joe, you understand where I'm coming from when I say that. Oh, I do. Sense, oh, listen, money, I, I mean, if this was not. anybody, if it was anybody but Sean Payton, this would never happen. No, nobody in their right mind would make this move. You would start Winston and you would, you would run, you would run Hill uh, for set plays. Yeah, you put him in about 10 or 15 plays at quarterback, and then you use him at your other five or six plays at tight end, wing back. I still expect the Saints to take care of business. I know Atlanta's been playing well the past couple weeks, but I I expect the Saints just because they're the better team. Plain and simple. I'm I'm going to do like this, too. I think if you're I think if you're Sean Payton, I think you use this game to sort of see. I mean, look, if Taysom Hill can play quarter, if he can play quarterback. There you go. I mean, you're all set. Yeah, you don't even need Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston could be what he was, your backup. There's a reason Jameis Winston's a backup and not a starter anywhere else in the NFL right now. Well, Taysom Hill, they said, took all the first first, um, team reps, first team reps all week long. So, you know, there was a reason why Taysom Hill started. He took the first team reps. We we just had assumed last week because Winston came in after the – Yeah, I picked him up. That that Winston would automatically be be starting quarterback. But, hey, listen, Joe, maybe – they adapt their offense to something similar to what Baltimore has done with Lamar, where it's a lot of read option, you know, play action, you know, run base. Listen, Alvin Kamara, other than Dalvin Cook, has been the best running back in the league all Absolutely. season. And if, if the Saints can make the playoffs and hold a number one or two seed, Alvin Kamara should be a consideration for uh, MVP because if you look at his running back stats, receiving wise, receiver wise, he's got twice as many receiving yards and catches as any running back in the league. And he's in the top five in rushing too. So, and you know that this team has been without Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders all year. So for this team to be in the position they are, it's got to be full credit to Alvin Kamara. I'm glad you brought up the Baltimore Ravens because that's the next game we're going to get into. Is this a must win for the Baltimore Ravens? And do we need to see Lamar? How much pressure is on Lamar for this week's game? Because the last time these two teams played, 
the Tennessee Titans, and I should say Derrick Henry, torched them and shocked and shocked the number one seed at the time, the Baltimore Ravens. So Baltimore's coming into this game after a struggling loss last week in the monsoon against the New England Patriots. So what are we going to get from Baltimore? Is the pressure on Lamar? Is this a must-win game for Lamar Jackson? Anybody can answer. <laughs> I don't know if it's must win, but well, they go six and four. No, well, how about this? Well, play I gotta miss, you, got, you play you play Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh next weekend, next night or next Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. I should say Thanksgiving night. So I, I don't know if you lose this game, and then you might possibly get swept by Pittsburgh. You're right at six and five. So I'll put it this way: at this point in the season, every game should be a must win. Realistically. Every game should be a muscle, and that should be your mindset going forward if I'm the Baltimore Ravens. You haven't played well. I know you beat the Colts two weeks ago, and then you got beat up in the monsoon in New England. Listen, that game had New England written all over it. The weather, the wind, it just it's one of those games where you look back, you're like, you know what, I sh- probably should have took the Patriots. Just because I said the you, Patriots yeah, you, you know certain things all kind of – it's like karma. Everything comes back around. With that being said, Lamar Jackson does have to play better. And we talked about this on Tuesday. Are the Ravens and the coaching staff hurting Lamar? Listen, let Lamar be what he's got to be. I know you don't want your quarterback to get hurt. No one does. Listen, we were here two weeks ago or a week ago watching the Giant games. Every time the Giants, Daniel Jones runs, the people are here watching him. Like, oh, my God, don't run, don't run. And I'm like, do you understand he's averaging nine yards a carry? I know you don't want your quarterback to, to run. Neither is Arizona, but he's – the reason why these teams are winning is because the guys who can run are opening up opportunities for the team. Because here's the thing. Ted, it's not, if it's not the league we're in First now. and 10 and the, and, the, and the play is not open. Run the ball, get down five yards. Now it's second and six, second and five. But now you have a viable second down play. Thing. This is the league we're in now. We're not in the 1980s where it's just quarterbacks sitting in the pocket now. They're, these are quarterbacks that can move and make plays with their legs. And it's only going to get – you're only going to see more and more quarterbacks through – the next coming years, that's how it's going to be. If you get a pocket passer quarterback, it's very rare. I don't really see – because at least every time, even Daniel Jones, he's got great mobility. Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to know. Actually, the NFL is moving with quarterbacks. So with the whole pocket passer, 1980s type guy, it's not going to be but, that but way. But the thing anymore. is, coaches and teams and, all, and most fans do not want their quarterback running because, the, because the, the chance that their quarterback gets hurt – the season's over for 99% of the teams. Most teams, if their starting quarterback gets hurt, are not able to recover from that because there's the drop-off from a starting quarterback in this league to the backup is – go through all the teams, is there's usually a huge drop. I mean, significant. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who they are. I mean, unless you're the Jets or some of these other teams where you're just playing bad. I mean, even if you're the Giants, you lose Daniel Jones and Cole McCoy is a quarterback. Colt McCoy is the quarterback of Bring the Bring in Colt, baby. Let's go. They are not even close to being the same team. Be- because of the, the, the ability of Daniel Jones with the arm strength, he has a better arm than McCoy, and the ability to make plays with his legs. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, I would make the same argument for the Titans. If the Titans lose this game, and already they're in trouble, uh, the yep. guard, Roger Saffold's out. Adam Humphreys, the wide receiver, both ruled out of this game because of COVID. They they their next game after this, if they lose to go to six and four, is against the Colts team that just doubled them up a week ago. So now you're six twenty four the Colts against them. Right. Now look, now you're six and five with the Browns right after that. They get then the Jags and the Lions before finishing with at the Packers. So you're going to you're going to Lambeau and then you got the Texans. 
and a, you're on you're on your way if you lose this one to nine and seven. And so, maybe not making the playoffs. Hey, guess what? And maybe missing the playoffs. So I think if you're the funny? Titans, this is a huge game. You want to know something funny? I think that'll be the fifth straight year, if that is possible, that the Tennessee Titans will go nine and seven. Past four years they've been nine and seven. That's what I'm trying to say is that these two teams, probably a couple weeks ago, we everybody was all oh, these are contenders. Now we're talking about these are must. This is a must-win game for both teams. It seems like both teams are going the wrong way, in which you should be getting prepared. We're about to hit December, and when it hits December, that's when it's crunch time. That's when we get to see who are the real teams and who are the teams that are just there, look nice, and saying hi, and then they're out. That's what it comes down to. This is a must-win game for both of these teams because Joe, you just said it. the Titans. They lose this game, they got to play uh, Indianapolis, and they already lost. So then. If you get swept by them, you can say goodbye to the division. And the Ravens, you lose this game, you got to play the, the Steelers, the only undefeated team left in the league. Plus, the other thing is about seeding, too, man. I mean, you lose. I mean, luckily, there's going to be seven teams this year in the playoffs, which helps a lot of teams, like a team like the Minnesota Vikings that you didn't think was going to make it. Now, all of a sudden, they're right back into the thick of things. And even the New England Patriots. But if you're Baltimore, if you're Baltimore I don't like any other NFL team, you want to play home. You just feel comfortable. You don't have to go on the plane. You don't have to worry about travel. You just you, you, everything is much easier playing at home. So, and you don't know because these two teams could be a rematch in the playoffs yeah. in the first round, depending on how the seeding and how the rest of the season goes. Because I know we're not going to talk about it, but the Browns game against the Eagles is a significant game. One because as a Giant fan, oh, we, we're, we're going to be rooting for the Browns, hopefully for the Eagles to lose. But for another reason, you you want to see every week you want to see the best Brown... players out too now. Well, Miles Garrett has COVID. But you want to yeah, see really if the Browns that. improve it because a lot of teams look at the Browns as like, yeah, they got a great running game. Their defense is pretty solid, but can Baker Mayfield play well enough to win your game? So every game at this point in time in the season is significant. How about this quick question? You trust Tannehill more or Lamar? Joe, if you want to answer, if anybody has an answer, I, you know, I, my my, that's tough because I like a both, and I I think look, I I think Tannehill right now is playing better football, and and I and I think that um, he's more apt to not make a mistake. Now, is that more because like this, taking it, away Lamar and not letting Lamar do his thing though? Yeah, but here's the thing. Look at the game realistically last week. Lamar didn't play bad. He threw for over 250 yards. He had eight incompletions, and three of them were drops in the rain. So take the drops away. He he had a completion percentage was over 70%. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he ran the ball for 55 yards in a monsoon. You couldn't see the players on the field. Everybody, I mean, yeah, look everybody. at the game in a bigger picture. He actually played pretty well. And, he, and I'm not making excuses that he doesn't have receivers. Whatever. Some people don't have a No, receiver. but he doesn't have a legit number, number one, one thing. Look, at, at the end of the day, though, here, here's the thing. You the can Giants throw the game. Have weapons than Lamar, than sure. The Look, th- throw the Patriots game out the window. He still yes, can't sir. beat the big boys. That's still a problem. So yes. is this game a big game for him? Yes. yes. But he does have the Steelers the week after. But then it's a home game against the Cowboys. Then the Giants. Nope, at Cleveland, and then home games with the Jaguars and the Giants, and then you finish at the Bengals. The Ravens are going to be fine. They're not winning the division anyway. Yeah. So right, it's just a matter of can we finish? Can we finish eleven and five instead of ten and six? I think that's where the the Ravens are looking at right now. So for me, 
this, yeah, it, it, sure. But if you're the Ravens, this isn't your whole season. I think the Titans, again, their schedule gets kind of kind of rough after this. this. This game could be the difference between 10 and 6 and 9 and 7 for them. And I think it will be. If they lose, I think the Titans are in trouble. I still think the Ravens are going to be fine until they get and play somebody good in the playoffs. And 9 and 7 might not get you in the playoffs this year. You look at Miami's schedule the next three weeks. They should win all three games easily. Miami. So that puts them at nine wins. They'll be nine and three with whatever, three, four games left in the three season. Games, okay? yeah, four games left. The Bills, you think, will be at least nine or ten wins. You, 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 they already have seven. Yeah, they already have seven. Okay, so you, you, they're right there. So they're at nine, ten wins right there. Miami should easily be at nine wins in three weeks. So there, so there's the nine wins. You know the Steelers are there. You know the Chiefs are there. Okay, the Raiders have played much better and are, are getting better as long as they can control this damn COVID thing situation there. Because it seems <laughs> it's unfreaking believable. Now I just wonder if there's a lack of respect toward COVID because they've been fined multiple times this season. Gruden's been fine. The team's been fine. Players have been fine. And it's come back to haunt them. Yeah. They've missed half the Because game. if they miss these games, I mean, say they can't get a fight. They can't find a scheduled date. Like, say the game gets postponed and they can't, for somehow reason, don't get that makeup date. That could hurt them in the end. Like, it's just, they got to figure it out because and, their whole freaking defense. And like you said, it doesn't have the COVID. They're just all in quarantine. And like you said, the Colts are already got the win against the Titans, so that's big, and they've won 20 of the last 24 against the Titans. So 9-7 and seven might not get you in the playoffs this year. Joe, is this the game we're betting, or we're both on? Yeah, this is the game we're going to bet on, because I think you think the Ravens are going to win, and I, I like Tennessee here. That's beautiful. That's we got our bet thing. of the week. We got the bet of the week. I think uh, I just I think Tennessee's got too much to play for here. This is a huge, huge game for them. Uh, again, for for a first place team, for a first place team playing a team three games out of first, this is a huge game for them. Again, I think the Ravens could live at six and four and still finish probably uh, ten and six 10 or eleven and five. Because then next week, if they beat the Steelers, you're at seven and four, and and you and now you start you like you said the schedule before, Joe. Very winnable games down the road, and that could propel them right into the playoffs. So Joe, we're gonna do something for the first time. We're gonna have ten. The winner, he's going to pick what we get, the winner. So you tell me what we get because we're not doing any more subs because I already got two of them coming my way. And you get a – oh, you guys are you guys are even now because he came back to beat you last week. Right, anyway, we're squared I mean, up. I did, I did triple or nothing. He owes me big time, so you pick this time. You yeah, I never pick. go triple or nothing, Teddy. That's a that's not a winning proposition. That never works out. We, I wish we could find the shirts, but I got a really good one because, you know, we like to get these debates on off camera. But uh, if Trev wins, Joe's got to wear a Trump shirt. Oh, And if you win, Joe, Trev's got to wear a Biden shirt. Woo! We got to find a shirt or something. Joe, before the I'll end put of the my season. Hand, I'll put my hand out. If you put your hand out and we shake on it right now, there's your deal. I've already got a Biden shirt for you. Do you really? Doesn't, it I doesn't do. matter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want people to freak out, all right? People are just it's, – it's all funny games, but that will be – I mean, if that's a – Joe's freaking out now. He doesn't want to do this. Joe's freaking out. We always do food, though. We always do food. No, I like it. It's different. How about I'm this? not wearing a MAGA hat. That I will No, how, how about this? How about this? No. If, I win, no, 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 if I win, Joe, you get me a PS5. And if no. I lose, I get you a PS5. <laughs> that, let me no. see what my wife says about that bet. That's a good one. <laughs> and if I lose the bet, I'm going to be hanging out at Trevor's all the time. 
Oh boy. You mean my house? It's only one day. It's only one day. Yeah. Only one, one episode. That's it. You know what we could do is we could post this poll on a, on before Sunday, post it on Keys of the City, and get and ask people on the winner of the bet what should be the choice. Like let the fans decide. If At we least get, they had polls. I got Trevor went, I don't like me. Now, Rizzo, I know you're watching your comment, and if you got a, a good idea between the two of them, what should be done, that would be. Are we definitely doing this? Are we definitely doing the shirt thing? We can do the shirt. Are we definitely doing it? It's going to cause a lot Listen, of controversy. I'm just I saying. don't. I'll put it to you like this. This is the confidence level I go into with this. Okay? You have no, no confidence level against me. You're losing again. I, I don't care what the payoff is. I don't really don't care. Because I feel so strongly in the Titans. You just want to get me once because you couldn't even beat me in fantasy when we played. I mean, we you just no. need to get me at least one time. I mean, we always do food. So, I mean, let's just change it up. I mean, we could do something. I mean, we could do a 12-pack or something or a bottle of wine if if it was something like that. Or, or a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we're on. Like so, we got a bet. We will. Are we are we going with this? This is the bet, 100. This is the game. Yeah, this is the game. This is what we're getting. Whoever wins is we're gonna have to. We're gonna wear the shirts. Is this it? 100. percent Unless somebody comes up with something better, I'll I'm fine with you wearing a Biden shirt. That's fine. <laughs> you mean you mean you have to wear a Trump shirt or whatever? I'm not losing. I'm not whichever one happened. I'm not losing this bet. Plain and simple. So we got that. Thank God. We finally found the game. I thought I'm, I'm happy. I don't know. It just came to my head. I know we always have fun with that type of stuff off camera. You know, we don't like to talk politics because we like to talk sports. Yeah. We I like to talk sports just a little bit. Politics are fun too, though. No, no politics see, is I don't understand fun. why politics gets so off camera. Deep. Off camera is fun. Now, like, off camera. But here's the thing why do politics get it's just so the way angry? it is, bro? It's just the way it is. That's how but it is. But then now. again, sports get heated too. Because oh, yeah. If you well, like a I was going to say, look, you you know, it's funny you say that. that. Listen, I'm older than you guys. So I could tell you back in the day, yeah, you could get into a fight like talking Lakers, Celtics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Yankees, Dodgers. Yankees, like it yeah. mattered. It used to matter. And then, like, and then people sort of got over that. And I don't know if it, if it had to do with free agency and, and maybe losing the, the, the loyalty and the, the solidarity with the players. Or if we just as a country were like, you know what? We could be heated about sports, but what if we just got into everyone's personal business and just get all fired up about that? Wouldn't that be until cool? You go, until, you go again, until you go to Philly and wear a giant shirt and they're throwing beers at you. Yeah, that's true. And calling your name. Oh, yeah. You went to Philly. You went to a Philly. Game. I I went to Philly and had to be smuggled out. You were in a suite. You said you I did sit suite. in a suite, but I I my I had to. So I my I, I stayed at my buddy's house, who lives about a mile away from the stadium. So was, we, it, that was, the was that veteran stadium or the new stadium? No, was the link. Friend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I I've been cool. to Veteran Stadium uh, to see the Phillies a few times. I I'd never I'd never seen football at the vet though, but I've been to the link. Three times now. Really? Damn. Yeah. What's your overall thought of that stadium? It's beautiful. Uh, it's as advertised the fans and everything. I know Giants. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I'll tell you, dude, outside, it's insane. I mean, they're drunk is. from like 10 a.m. Saturday. See, that sounds like us. See, Oops, see, I, that see, like, I'll put it this way. I've been to Fenway a bunch of times, not to see the Yankees Fenway, but it's a better atmosphere outside of Fenway that put whatever the damn street is called, but that whole avenue of bars is so much or whatever it is, so much better atmosphere to go see a baseball game and be in the neighborhood than a Yankee stadium where you feel like 
I shouldn't go too far from the neighborhood. <laughs> if you, yeah. You know, actually, you know what? Hold on. Wait, not to get political, but I, I actually think they changed the name of Yawkey Way because, as it oh, turned yeah, out, Yawkey, yeah, yeah, huge yeah. racist. Yeah, <laughs> I swear that. to God. Yeah, they changed that. Really? Yeah, I think that. Look, I, I'll say this one thing, though. I, oh, I think, you know, and I, 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 I want to get political, but what I would say is, look, you know, it, it, it's easy. No, no. Look, it's easy to look back on on Babe Ruth's generation and be like, well, he didn't play against Negro League players, so he'll never. I mean, it was, look, it was a different time. It, that's yeah. not to excuse any of it. Like, we, we, we learn as we get older. And some mm-hmm. people can't, like, the idea of, like, history being tarnished is upsetting to them. And I understand that. But we have to move forward. And sometimes you have to let some of that stuff go. And I think that's that's really, to me, ultimately where this political divide is, is there's some people that want to kind of hang on to tradition, and there are, like, newer people here that are like, well, we don't have that, and we, we're not kind of part of that. Can we just kind of do a different thing? Well, even with baseball, baseball is probably the, most, the biggest thing with that, with tradition, old school, you know, because, we, you know, you guys said it off the record, like, who's going for the Baseball Hall of Fame? And it's like, ah, that guy can't be in the Hall of Fame, but it's like, and the new guy in school are like, listen, Ken, uh, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he did steroids, after he did steroids. And here's, and I, here's what I always say. You still got to hit the baseball, all right? Steroids doesn't make you a better hitter. It just makes right. you, okay, that like on day eight of like the 12th game, because you played two double headers in a row, you still feel at 99% instead of being at 75%. That's Joe, all. Joe, I'm glad you said that we, we have to move on like with certain situations. Well, I know a team that hasn't moved on, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs after their – Surprising only loss of the season to the Las Vegas Raiders. That was Mahomes' only pick. That was his only pick of the season, and it was the, probably the biggest win in Raiders history the past ten years, maybe ten. How about in Las in Las Vegas Raiders history? Yeah, yeah we'll go. Well, I'll put it this way: Oakland hasn't had many, but even with Oakland, they were so <laughs> bad that. Like they haven't had a, an impressive victory, but that was that impressive. The, the Monday night. Here's the they thing, were the pretty Monday good game. first time in Oakland. The Monday night game time Oakland was good. First time no, LA was good. Hold on. The Vegas and you gotta remember that. I was in elementary hold school on. when the freaking when they um when the Raiders were good. That's the last time they've been relevant, so, I should say. To to knock Trev's point, because that's what I'm good at over here on the side, is <laughs> the first game ever at both of you in guys. Vegas, You're the Monday night football game, beating Drew Brees and the Saints was a huge win for them. But you beat the champs. Like you beat the champs. You went into Arrowhead and you put up forty I points. I believe the Chiefs they, were twenty-eight and four against their division. They put an Arrowhead like the last. They six put seasons. up forty points. So this Chiefs team is not letting go of that. Also the victory lap around the stadium, like they just won the Super Bowl. This Chiefs team is going to come in very angry, very hungry for a win because they do not want to get swept by the Las Vegas Raiders. And plus, they got to keep winning because there is a team. That still holds the number one seed, and they have a nice matchup, a favorable matchup, I would say, against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Raiders, they're actually one of the most intriguing teams in this entire season because of the fact that their cards had a pretty good decency, a good season. Really good season. He's had a very efficient season. Every year he's gotten better. Josh Josh Jacobs has catapulted himself into one of the elite backs in this game. Darren Darren Waller's been great. Henry Ruggs, if they can start using him. They're doing the right things in Vegas. I got to say, I'm pretty surprised with how fast the Dolphins and how put the Giants and even the Raiders, how fast 
these teams are improving because three of these teams, those three teams have been, let's be honest, god awful for some time now. So all these three teams have been very impressive this season. The Dolphins are going into a favorable matchup this week. Can the Raiders really sweep the champs? It's, I, well, it's for me. It's gonna be. A, it's a, for me. It's a hard no. One thing because of the COVID, you got over 11 players on the Raiders dealing with COVID. Most of their defense has been. God, I hope they play. I, need my, I don't want Joe Flacco to be playing. But if you look at the way this Raiders team is built, it's almost symmetrical. <laughs> it's almost symmetrical to the Chiefs. The only difference is Mahomes and Derek Carr in their talent level. But Darren Waller, similar. Travis uh, Kelsey, yeah. Is the Travis Kelsey? Henry, Henry Ruggs is Tyreek Hill. Yep. Josh Jacobs is more so is a more pound uh, pounded running back between ground the and pound. Where, but that's why the Chiefs got Clyde Taylor Lear. You know, Oakland has a big physical running game. Gruden. You know, Moxie, and think about where they took Mike Mayock, a guy on TV analyst, and they brought him into the GM, and we question everything they've done, but they've hit on a lot of draft picks. They've moved from Khalil Mack, they moved from Amari Cooper, and they and, and, they, and they turned those two big superstars into valuable players, and this team is better than just two players. They've become a better team. And if you look at Derek Carr's stats this year, he's stretching the field, the ball down the field, Instead of Dickett and Duncan, when we and we knocked the Saints a lot about because of that, but you got to be able to stretch the field. And Derek Carr has played really well. And people forget, not too long ago, before Derek Carr got hurt, he was an MVP candidate. He was a top three candidate. He was on the road to being yeah, an MVP until yeah. yes. he broke his leg. Yep. So you know, people forget about that, and we always want to knock Derek Carr, and he gets lost in Vegas because John Gruden. Is such Do a we believe that the Raiders have their guy as a quarterback, or is that still like a, a question for debate? Oh, man, I, I think if you're a Raiders fan, you got to feel good about all the young talent you have on offense. I mean, certainly this defense can get better, and it will. And They need help, uh, but they're there. They they're certainly there. do. They're, 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 they're not a perfect team, but take a look at this team. I mean, they, they, they've beaten the Saints. They've beaten the Chiefs. Tough loss against the Bills. Uh, lost to the Patriots by a lot, which was an inexcusable ball game. They beat the Chargers, beat the Browns, got crushed by the Buccaneers at home, uh, coming off the Chiefs win. So it, a little inconsistent, but I mean, there there's a reason they're six and three. Yeah, they're in the playoff race. They're, listen, they are six and. Three. I think there's. I think they're a for real team. I, I, look, I I I call. I'm calling the Raiders to sweep the season series. And I, and I'll tell you what, I think the chiefs are going to finish. I think the chiefs are going to finish 14 and two. You want to do two bets? No. Yes. You, you no. Really Slow no. Down. no I'm only, hold on. I'm only not going to, I'm, I'm only going to not take this bet. Now I'm not going to take this bet now. And I'll tell you why. What's like that? 25 oh, Raiders, 25 Raiders have COVID if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so insane number. Yeah, but before, Jump. I was going to read off the Raiders' schedule. After the Chiefs game, which I think the majority of the people have the Chiefs, now that spread went up from 6.5 earlier than the week to now 8.5. I'd still take the Chiefs with the 8.5. But you got a winnable game next week at the Falcons. Then you're home. Then you're at the Jets, which should be a win. Tough game, tough game at the Colts, but that should be a playoff game right there. The Chargers, and then they finish off with the Dolphins and Broncos. And that Dolphins game is go it will probably be for one of the playoff positions late in the season. So, and then they finished with the Broncos. How many wins do so, you think they could reach? What do you think? Nine, well, here's the thing. Nine, ten. The Falcons is a winnable game. Yeah. The Jets is a winnable game. The Chargers and Broncos. That's four winnable games. So, ten. So, ten wins. You're ten and six. That's a playoff team. That's well, a playoff team. And, and, and imagine if you beat the Chiefs and you're yeah. 11 and five. Or the so, Colts. Again, or the Colts and you're 11 and five. 
Right on. So, I mean, look, the, the, the Raiders the Raiders can have a really good season. And, and look, uh, to me, and this is the sort of stuff I look at when it comes to, like, the story of the season. What's more – think about a scenario where, say, the Raiders beat the Chiefs again and these teams face off in the postseason. Oh, Chiefs would win. Of course they would. The, the because, you know, how many teams – many... hard to beat a team three times. Look at the Giants. I, I've, I've only seen it a handful of times in my lifetime. Uh, yeah. It's a really difficult thing to do. Um, but it, to me, it, that would be the kind of thing you would expect from Pat Mahomes. And hey, remember, in, remember in the crazy 2020 season where the Raiders beat him twice and nobody else did, and then he faced the Raiders in the AFC Championship, well, and he just, crushed them, and he won another Super Bowl? Yeah, yes. It was 2020, so everything is – up for debate. I will say that if, if, if the Raiders make the playoffs, other than Brian Flores, John Gruden should be the head coach. I was going to ask you that because, question. Both of you. Because how you much guys, credit does he deserve? A lot. How much does first he of all for because prize? he was brought in for one reason, and I believe he was brought in before Mike Mayock. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, not, yes. Yes. All right. Yes. So I'm correct yes. on that. Good. Mayock. So next. Year. So he chose he chose the GM Mike Mayock, which is huge. You took a guy out of the booth. A guy that was always working on NFL Network and and working on the draft and stuff. So he brought him a guy that's not really been in the thing. But hey, listen, it worked for John Lynch too and the 49ers. Yeah. So he brought in Mike Mayock. Then you take a team that moved from Oakland to Las Vegas. All right. You put that in a thing. Most teams that are moving from one place to another, usually there's a there's an area, a gray area where you have to get comfortable in your new facility. Yeah, look at Joe's favorite team, the Chargers. All right, then, so you got that. Then you have a COVID year, where not only once, but twice this team, and multiple times this team has dealt with COVID this year, right? So when you play that all into a factors, and then it's the Raiders, and we're so used to seeing them poor since their Super Bowl run, he has to be considered one of the favorites to win coach of the year. What about, I mean, if I, I know we're, what about Joe Judge? I mean, what if the Giants go do? What if that happens? Can Joe Judge get consideration? I mean, it's just been very impressive what the Raiders have done in a short time. The Dolphins and the Giants, all three teams have a direction now, and it seems like all those three teams are not pushovers anymore. I do not see the Raiders winning this game just because this team is angry. The Chiefs are going to come in. They have Patrick Mahomes. He's been out of it. Yeah, 10 of the 11. Currently you see this little yeah. bit of, yeah, 10 out of yeah, 11 guys, of yeah. It's, it's crazy. Do you job. guys know the true story about the bus ride, though, right? Did you read it at the victory lap? Yeah, so you know the real true story. So the, the initial bus driver to the thing is a, was a Chiefs guy, and he was heckling and breaking Gruden's chops on the bus before the game. Did not know this. So after the game when the Raiders won, they had a different bus driver, make they, and Gruden made him drive around the stadium to stick kind of like, you know, like rub it in. You know, you know, so that's the true story. It was in the it was in the paper the other day. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. Let's be honest. Most money is the is the best team in the NFL. I still believe the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best team in the NFL. Chiefs, but to, to, uh, that's just me. Chiefs would beat the Pittsburgh Steelers on a neutral field in Pittsburgh or in Kansas City. I just well, let's ha let's tackle this topic. I already is picked that, I already picked my bold prediction. The Steelers are going sixteen and zero. So that's what I already said. That was my bold prediction. I believe yes. If they beat Baltimore, I can see them easily running the table and going sixteen and up. I think the only other team that has a chance to beat it would be the Bills. And it, to get that game's in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Raven, Washington, that Bills. That'll Buffalo. be a good one. 
The Colts, oh, yeah. the Colts game will be an interesting. And then one. they finish off with Cle- and then the, they finish off with Cleveland. Who, Colts and the Browns, yes. So listen, they had a couple tough ones. Other than yeah. other than the Washington game, I think the Steelers are vulnerable to a loss. Not that they're not going to Trev. I mean, they certainly could. I think they're playing well enough, but there's not. There's not. I mean, other than Washington, I'm gonna argue there's not an easy game in the mix for them well, to, to close you, out. The Week 17 game. I, I listen. I'm not st- stupid, but. Cleveland at the end of the season home game against Pittsburgh could be for all the marbles for Cleveland. You know what I mean? And they run the football. And the only way to combat a team that can pass rush, a a elite pass rush like Pittsburgh has, is to run the ball and attack them, come right at them. You know what I mean? Kind of like a Buster Douglas. You know Tyson's going to come at you. So you got to take the fight to them. So can Cleveland take the fight to Pittsburgh, knowing that, hey, listen, Pittsburgh might be 15-0. Do they rest guys? Do they not rest guys? How do they play week 17? Like I, I said, it all depends on if the Kansas City Chiefs keep winning. Like if the Kansas – they're only – they're 8-1. and one. So if they keep winning, the Steelers have to keep playing. They can't rest. I wonder what – I don't – And know. you also have to know that that number one seed – is only the first is only one team gets a buy. The number one seed only gets to buy. Everybody else has to oh, buy. Oh, so I think what you're telling me is the Raiders could really do some damage this weekend. Mmm, <laughs> I yeah, like it. Their, yeah, but get, get their guys healthy. The question is, I would like to get out of quarantine. Who has the tiebreaker if both teams go fifteen and one? That's well, what I, here's Pittsburgh here's hoping they drink some bleach tonight. What? Get it out of your system, boys. We need you for Kansas City. <laughs> we need you. Like, can they, like, shoot ultraviolet rays into the body? I heard something like that. That'd be great. Let's cure these it guys. Is, it, is unheard of that, it is unheard of that about 95, 98% of their defense is under quarantine right now. I wonder, yeah, if, that's they, rough. That I wonder if they're not doing the right thing because they're one of the few teams that every week seems to be in the cold. I just hope they play because it's a very, very good – It's it could be a really it's good a game. game. Fr- I know. It could be a classic. Like, the first one was a really good game. They are playing. They're they're, gonna, they are going to play. There's no I got game. the Chiefs. Let's close out with the big Monday night game. And to me, the two best teams currently in the NFC. I know the Rams are coming in a little beat up. And a big major loss with Andrew Whitworth being out on IR right now. So he might be the second best left tackle in the game, only behind Ronnie Staley. And this Baltimore's is and up. this is and that's going to be a huge loss for them. Oh, what's about you? Don't like me taking over? No, no, you can't. Sit down. Joe, he was, just finish, he was just finishing your thought. Yeah, right yeah, off yeah. the that would be hilarious. Yo, I, you I was going to push him over like this. You can't push me over, bro. You tried to yeah, you he wait. tried to wrestle me the other night, and guess what? Who won? Little man, or should I say the big man? Because I'm husky, as Ted called me. He called me husky today. It's hammered. <laughs> so was yeah, I. There you go. Hammered. Yeah, so was yeah. I. No excuses. So, the Bucks defensive line has been one of their best strengths all season. So, with Andrew Whitworth out, Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaq Barrett become very, very important to this Bucks team on Monday night. And maybe how aggressive are they going to be on defense? What would talk, maybe Todd Bowles throws a lot of blitzes at this team because we know that Jared Second Goff. Second most blitz team in the league. Do yeah, and guess what? Jared Goff, like every other quarterback, is not really good when you're getting pressure. But he's also so, he's also two and three on the road and four and oh at home. But also they have that lead. They haven't when they are a lead in halftime, they don't lose it. 31 and 0. They've only given up one touchdown in the fourth quarter. Jalen Ramsey's been playing out of his mind. But just remember, they have. Hmm, let's see: Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, everybody else. Ted what, let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because I look, I know you love Tampa Bay. I don't love them. I just think they're the no, most. No, you do. You love Tampa Bay. It's pretty obvious. Raiders. 
And when they played, the Buccaneers killed the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. You love Tampa Bay, you so now it's your turn to get some. And then the Buccaneers played <laughs> them too. So. I'm ju- I just saw um, Bruce Arians said, uh, so far, in the, what, 12 days he's been there, it's Antonio Brown. Brown has been a model citizen. And, and all like, the he works for, on. For almost two whole weeks. He hasn't done anything messed up. Two weeks. It's like Daniel Jones. Question. 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 How many more weeks until Antonio Brown completely turns the spotlight on himself with some kind of insanity? He might not be there in the next month because he has to go to trial on December 14th for his (laughs) issue. So he might even be there. Yeah, well, it's going to get pushed after the Super Bowl. You know, know, in the 90s, in the 90s, that was pretty normal. Joe, you, you know how it's going, Can you Joe. imagine? Your wife's a lawyer. You know how it's going to go. This would be the perfect ending of 2020. Antonio Brown holding up the Lombardi trophy. Just picture it. Perfect. The guy, the, one of the, I think he's a terrible human being, should not be playing. He's a great football player, terrible human being. But can you just yeah. imagine that image? It'd be 2020 at its at the end of 2020. Oh, no, it, it, it would be. Just think about think about it in terms of this, and this might be a little controversial to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, like a black man criminal who shouldn't be there because of sexual assault, raising the Lombardi Trophy at the Super Bowl and having Roger Goodell handed to him. I mean, it would be the worst thing the NFL could have happened. So it makes. All the sense, yeah, and Brady there, yeah. It would make all the sense in the world for that to happen. And the first ever Super Bowl team to play in their home stadium. Why do you think I'm picking the Bucks to win? Because it's 2020 at its finest, and this is going to be the ultimate stick it to Goodell in the NFL. Brady's going to win again. He's going to stick it to the win. This is definitely the best match of the weekend, though. I mean, I mean, there's some those. really good games, but yes, these are the two best teams in the NFC to me. And we're like going to get the Rams here for Monday night. I think the Buccaneers. I mean, Andrew Withrow is a major loss for this Rams team. When you lose your star left tackle, and he's an elite left tackle, that's not going to be – it's going to be a rough night for Jared Goff. I think the Bucks are going to take care of business. I think they're going to win big. I don't know why. I just think with the loss of Whitworth, it's a major loss. Well, the Bucks haven't, haven't won big over any good teams they've played, so I don't Packers, know where you're getting that from. Packers. Raiders. Oh, the, right. The Packers had one bad game. You could make the same argument that the destruction that the Saints put on the Buccaneers would would would, would speak. I, I think you can also have an off week. Did Look, you they, see the they, they... Steve Rizzer? Look at Steve. Steve is all over the Bucks. He listens to he listen. He started people see people are starting to listen to me. Don't listen Steve to Steve. Really, look, I gotta tell you, I, I I think Steve less values your opinion than he does a good left tackle. But uh, Steve doesn't know anything about depth. He doesn't know anything about the the Rams' depth at tackle. So before you make any, I don't. I'm not pretending I do. But but listen, it's easy to be like, well, it's not like they're clearly the backup left tackle's a loser. He's probably like a buck eighty. He's never played football before. He actually is a right guard by trade. Give me a break. They're going to stick a guy in there that knows what he's doing. So yeah. stop that. Yeah. Is he going to be as good as Wentworth? No, there's like one guy that is. Yeah. And yeah, I know, I know. The, Ram, the Rams, 
The Bucks Man, sometimes hard... people overreact to some of this stuff. Season-ending injuries happen every year. Think oh, about but... your favorite championship team. And think about which star player wasn't at the Super Bowl because he was hurt. Shockey I mean, name a there. team, name a championship team. I guarantee if you go on their injured reserve list, you'll see a starter somewhere that you thought at the time, oh, the season's over. There's no way they're getting over this one. That's why there's 53 guys on the roster. Brady's going to have a hard time because he's going to have to throw the ball a lot. This Rams defensive line is very it's good. It's good. So, it's really it's, good. It's, elite. it's, I mean, led by 99, one of the best players in the game, if not the best player in Aaron Donald in the game. Brady's going to have to do a lot of throwing because I don't think the running game is going to be very successful. I'll put it this way. The Rams might have the best defense of the two, and that's that's speaking volumes because Buccaneers oh, defense oof. is really good too. Yeah. I mean, you look at Floyd. Uh, oh, Leonard Floyd. Floyd. I mean, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald. I mean, they got Jalen Ramsey. They have pieces all over the field, and that defense, like you said, has shut down Russell Wilson last week, who, who if you looked at the stats before the game last night, was leading the league in points per game, Seattle. So, I don't know if Jace Garcia is watching, but I assume he will. So, I'm going to try to put this in terms he can understand. Ready? <laughs> two plus two is four. <laughs> the Rams, the Rams beat the Giants by eight. Oh, here the we Bucks go. only oh, beat the go. Giants by two. Therefore, based on the Giants meter, the Rams are six points better than the Bucks. <laughs> That's the Jace Garcia. But here's the thing, though. But no, you got the funny. Just like he always says, hey, the Bears beat the Bucks, so the Bears are better than the Bucks. But I need to interrupt. Right. You forgot the math. You have to do division. The Rams were home, and that's three points, and the Bucks were on the road, so they're really three-point favorite over the Bucks. Okay. I like that. See, it's all a mathematical equation. That's all it is. Are we all in the box? Or are we uh, splitting? Going no, I game? think the Rams are going to win this game. I think I'll tell you what. Like I said last weekend, I watched all the games. I thought the way the Rams' defense played against Seattle was so impressive. And yes. and again, to to see you know, because I'll tell you what, their the defense didn't really seem to have um uh an answer uh for for the Rams. The the mm-hmm. Seahawks really 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 struggled with them. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like the Rams can do enough to keep this this game close with the Bucs, and I feel like they could – I don't think the Rams are going to blow them out. Don't get me wrong. I think the Rams know how to win football games. And well, I think that I think that the Buccaneers generally are either blowing you out or they're losing close games. And, again, I think if they could have that Giants game again, I think the Giants all day, every day should have won that football game. Every betting man, go bet the Bucs now. Eddie Mush just picked the Rams. I'm calling you. I have to see you have. So, okay. So you picked the Cardinals. You lost. Who'd you pick between the Packers and Colts? I'm making a he likes the Packers. He likes the Packers. He likes the Packers. He likes the Titans. And he likes the Packers. I did take the Packers. Yeah. All the road teams. No, I did. I did. I took all the road teams. You took all the road teams. I will Let me tell you something. Hold on. I don't know. Hold on, I don't hold know on. how much we got to. I don't think I don't know how much we got to talk about this the other day. But you know, in in watching all the games, I'm telling you right now, I I highly. There's also um other ways you could watch the entire football games. Um, every single game is also uh, cut down where they take all the huddles out. 
you can watch the game that way, literally watch every single play. And I would highly advise everybody doing it, especially if you think Justin Herbert's the second coming of Christ. So why do we get into this? We're not talking about Justin Herbert. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I'm not. I, listen, I don't want to make this about Justin Herbert. You know I don't. All right. Maybe for a second I do. Um, I, I, I got to admit, you're right. He looks like a, he looks like a serial killer now. Looks like a tank. Doesn't he look like a yeah? <laughs> I, I want to make one point before you get on to your thing. I will say this though. If the Saints happen to lose against the Falcons, all right, with Taysom Hill as their quarterback, that's gonna give the Buccaneers a little bit more motivation, knowing that the one seed and the division is up for grabs, especially knowing that Breeze is out for the next couple of weeks and the Bucs can capitalize on. And that's a big difference because you're either the division winner and you could have be this two one or two seed, depending on what happens with the Packers game. You give the Bucks an extra week. You get home field advantage throughout. I mean, all that plays into a factor going down the road. And the Bucks realize that every game right now is important. And I think Brady being there and being able to show these guys how to win will give them oh, yeah. the sure. extra advantage, I yep. think. And and that's part of the reason why I do like the Bucks because I think if it was if it was in the if the Rams were home, I think I would take the Rams because the Rams have played much better at home. But just because they're home, you'll take the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I think I think just comfortability, and I just think understanding what's in front of them, and and Brady going there on a mission, understanding what is, and I think the Saints game getting their rear end kicked two weeks ago was probably the best thing for them. You know, they say teams, you don't want a team going 16-0, you want them to lose, you want to know because you want you don't want your players thinking they're too good. You want to be able to be able to fix things, and if you're always winning, it's like you can't yell at a guy and be like, yeah, you did something wrong, but coach, we won. So, so Joe's got all the road teams this weekend, other than the Chiefs, because he loves the Raiders. We're not picking pick, that game. He picked the Raiders. He did not pick the Raiders. Yes, he, he did. did. Joe did not pick the Raiders. Joe. Joe's not I, picking the Raiders. No, I, I rescinded. I, I, what I said was, I'm because no longer picking the Raiders. I'm only not. I would have taken the Raiders if not for the fact that 10 out of 11 yeah. defensive players are on the COVID reserve list. I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I, I mean that. Well, that's certainly, that's certainly like there's no way. Like Pat you Mahomes just, isn't losing to like a bunch of backups on the Raiders. That's not you're happening. You're just bad at picking games. So like okay. Justin Timberlake says, what goes around comes around. So you never know. Joe could be this right. Is the this same time. going to pick the Jets to beat the Chargers. This is their best chance to win a game this season. Yep. The Jets. I think so. I think so for sure. I'll tell you what. I'm, so let let me get back to my point for a minute. And I'm not going to harp on Herbert. I promise. Listen. Here's what I've been doing lately and, and going back and watching all the games. Again, I told you guys this on the show uh, on Tuesday. You see guys that zip the ball and you see guys that don't. My, uh, I'm on an MMA show, right? Throwing jabs, Saturday mornings at 10. Great show. Check it out. My predictions on that show have been dead on accurate, literally, for the last six straight weeks. And really? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Let me tell you something. You could be deceived by highlights. If you guys know who Uriah Hall is, he just beat yeah. uh, Anderson yeah, Silva yeah, yeah. a couple, couple weeks ago. Yep. He's, his nickname is the Human Highlight Reel. Do yourself a favor when we're done and YouTube Uriah Hall. You'll be you'll be like, oh my god, this guy must be like forty five and zero. He's not. He's like twenty five and fifteen. <laughs> you should, okay. see, you should okay. see me in the UFC game. I'm the greatest. Uriah Hall is one of those guys who. Yeah. Has those moments where you're like, he's the best. And then you see him in other fights and you're like, this is the same dude. What? The I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
so now listen and going back so and this is what i do i watch I, i'll watch your last four or five fights the whole thing i'm not watching your highlight reel i, I can't tell anything from just watching your good fights yeah, i gotta exactly. watch all your fights then i start watching you know who's your common opponents and how did you guys handle that and in doing that having that extra knowledge nailing it nailing every single prediction every single week and and now that i'm i, I feel like i got a little more insight on the NFL, having really watched all of the games and not just relying on, oh, wow, Herbert looks good. I mean, again, watch the game on Sunday. Herbert looked like garbage. His best, his first good pass of the game came with about four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he did, he did not look good against I will put my, this way. When, I, when I speak about Herbert, I watch the games. I watched the whole game against the Saints when he was up to – I watched the whole game against the Bucks with Herbert playing. I watched the first game when he thought he was playing against Kansas City. I'm like, at first, Joe, when he played as well, I'm like, wow, this doesn't look like the kid in Oregon. He looks much better because in Oregon, it looked like he had handcuffs on him. Like, And then you saw him really – open himself up. I think last week he showed the rookie blues and I think Miami capitalized it. No, because mm-hmm. I don't think you, people don't talk about this and no one's talked about this because all we do in love with is two and four us, but that defense in Miami is legit. Why do you think I think they're, and I, I think, think the, the problem is Miami's not on TV. So when no one sees them play, I think they, I have them as the third best team. I think this team is special teams. They're well, again, teams. I, I think we generally get lazy and we rely too much on last season until a team gets beaten to death and then you're like but you know what they're not as good as last year like yeah no kidding <laughs> how, how could they be this is the same guy that watches all these football but doesn't have yes network as a yankee fan he will have it by march joseph you better do get you, on that, do that, you think that was my, wait do you think i'm not paying for it because i wanted to save like seven dollars a month my my know. My no frontier dropped them. They the frontier oh, yeah. won't carry yes anymore. It's not me. Get rid of frontier. Frontier is awesome. I, listen, I forgot it even happened until Teddy the other day was like, "Dude, turn on the yes network," and I ramp. Turn on the TV. It was the perfect thing but because we just talked about it. That's day. And, you, and Don was and, and, and Don was and it would have you would have been like the perfect person <laughs> screaming on the TV. You would have called. You would have been trying to call them in and say, "Oh, that would have been beautiful." Joseph, as always, good luck with your picks because we have a very important bet. Now. We'll talk Sunday. It's a major, major bet. It could change, but we have a very important bet. So, I love it, Joseph. Right, as man. always, thanks, buddy. Guys, have a good one. Yeah, Maybe you should wear the Biden mask and he'll wear a Trump mask. <laughs> He's still watching, so we can we can we can figure that out. Whatever. We'll talk we do have show. a play. We have a bet intact. It's Baltimore, Tennessee. Is Joe? Me and Joe's. Bet of the week. So let's see how Joe, or should I say Eddie Mush, a.k.a. Eddie Mush. Joey Mush. Joey Mush. Eddie Mush just – Joey Mush does. Joey Mush. Joey Mush. I can't wait for this week, and we got a lot of good college football games. I know we haven't discussed college football yet this season, but we're going to try our best to get to that. It's not like we're not watching the games. We are watching the games. There's just not a story that interests us other than – We'll have to wait until the college football playoff at least because that's what it's going to be. Because there are four legit teams in college. I mean, we that look like they can legit compete for a national championship. We'll be talking if Indiana can pull the upset. We'll talk. We will be talking about it sooner rather than later. I promise you that. Joseph, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck with your picks. You're gonna need a big guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. Subscribe, comment, like, and share for us, please. Thank you for supporting us. Have a good weekend. We'll be back next week. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city.
to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.